Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Negotiation on Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sam Tiger, and I'm here to bring you another episode. This is going to be a solo episode, so I'm going to keep it short. Yes, I can try. I will try. Um, I want to update you guys on what's going on and kind of talk to you about some things that I've had a lot of discussion about this past week, and you'll see why. But before we dive into it, a word from our sponsor. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the championship, Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for all, all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So, what am I talking about? What am I doing? Where have I been? I've taken on a new hat. No, like, haven't, like, purchased a new hat or anything. I do love my ball caps, but I've taken on something that I'm pretty sure at some point in time I was just, like, I give so much credit to teachers because I don't think I could ever do it, but surprise, I'm doing it. I took a position as an adjunct professor at my undergrad school, Lynn University in Boca Raton, and I'm teaching intro to sports management in the College of uh, Business and Management, and it's hard. It's harder than I thought. Well, first off, talking for two and a half hours every single day is really freaking hard. When I thought about it or like initially, I had no doubt in my mind that it's something that I've wanted to do. If I can teach either sports marketing or even intro to sports law, um, maybe NIL stuff or intro just in general to the sports world, that's something I was like, yes, I definitely want to do that because I take pride in working with students. I really enjoy it, mentoring future agents, things of that nature. And this kind of just happened and um, it happened fast, but the university switched over to a schedule that's four weeks. So it's four days a week. Uh, obviously, there's holidays, Labor Day and whatnot in there. Uh, four days a week, four weeks for two and a half hours of class. So I'm thinking, oh, I go on this podcast and sometimes I keep my guests on for like an hour and a half. I'm sorry, you know who you are. My apologies. But it's hard. It really is. And it gets exhausting too. Week one is done. Uh, we are in class again this week for three days because I do have to go on a business trip up to Orlando. We'll talk about, I'll talk about it a little later, uh, on Thursday. So they have three days in class and I'm excited. This week is agency week. It's pro sports week. So we're going to talk about the CBA and we're going to talk about everything else too. Um, day one, cause it's mainly freshmen or uh, freshmen, sophomores, and then a couple seniors taking it as an elective. But I always like to ask, you know, what do you guys think of when you think of sports business? And I did get the answer of like, 
red carpet, glamorous things. Um, what else did I get? Um, I think maybe somebody said money, lots of money, which that's true. There's a lot of money going around. It's just not, not being given to everybody. Um, but I thought that too. And I said that to them. They probably thought it was kind of crazy day one because I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous and it's a new, once again, it's new for me, but I think by Thursday we were, we were good. I think we're in a good rhythm, but I was like, guys, I want at the end of this class, I want you guys to be able to have conversations about topics going on in sports and look at sports in general a bit different. I'm not going to say that you'll never be a fan again, but my hope is I've taught you enough that you're looking at it completely differently. That you go to a game and you're like, oh, that's a sponsor. That that sponsor must pay, be paying a lot of money to be placed there. Or somebody's acting crazy. Yikes. What is, what is the stadium going to do? Uh, things like that. Things happen. And you think of it a bit differently or you see a player something's going on and and it's getting a lot of heat in the media what's going on with the agency what's going on with the representation where's somebody to help this individual out because clearly something's wrong here where where's the statement where's the help where's something because i can see this and the whole world season and it's not good so I said that and I think I think we're getting there I have to say I'm, I'm very very proud of uh, the stuff that I've uh, read so far and um, once again I'm not sure if they were expecting uh, me to show up my five foot two self to show up and I, I have been asked if I'm a student and I was like no 12 years ago I was because I was literally sitting in the same seat as these students but it's been great. And um, once again, that's what I'm doing on top of the agency stuff too. So uh, in terms of that, I have officially taken on an NIL client at UCF. He's an O-lineman and our values and visions aligned. I've been recruiting him um, and we just decided to work together um, and for the last couple months, he's uh, t- he took his COVID year, so he will be coming out um, of next year's draft. Do I know if I will sign him? We don't know that. It's once again, it's something that obviously that's a huge, huge thing. And any agents listening, if you are an NFL agent, you cannot put anything in any contract that says that if you rep them for NIL, that it's expected that they sign with you for uh, representation for the NFLPA. So once again, just keep it in that r- realm and you'll be okay because it is very new territory. But we've got a couple really good deals going on with him, more so free product um, in that sense. But also, I think for us, we've taken the, well, he actually led it and I fully support it because I think it's amazing supporting other businesses what do i mean by that supporting local businesses not other businesses i should have said supporting local businesses what do you mean okay i said to him i said okay you go somewhere if you like the product and 
it's somewhere that has a social following. Like, let's see how we can come in and help them. Your reach on social media, but you also being a unique person. Because he is. I mean, and he's extremely intelligent. He's extremely articulate on social media. So he'll be able to help a business if they want key points coming across. Uh, and I I think that's something to note as well for agents that haven't done marketing or haven't done uh, social media deals in the marketing space, that's a huge part of it. So if a company is expecting something from our side, so it's called a deliverables, what are we delivering them? We have to make sure that us, that the player, whoever it may be, is articulating that, that they're tagging the right uh, things, that if they have a swipe up, that it's the right website, that they're able to... Uh, articulate what the company's looking for. So there you go, side note. But we found some companies that it's working for and it's going to be great. So that's what's going on there. And I will be heading up to UCF on Thursday for my first game um, where the stadium is going to bounce. And yeah, okay. I showed my class that. And they were like, when are you going? I was like, mm, Thursday. But <laughs> I was like, it's okay. The stadium will be okay, I'm pretty sure, hopefully. <clears throat> but yeah, Thursday, I'm excited to get back into a full stadium. The last game I went to college football, I was at South Alabama at the end of December. It wasn't full. So this will be definitely a different experience um, for me. And that's good. And what else is going on? So really quickly, I just want to touch on um, something we've been talking about in class. And this is material that I had to cover. And I was kind of like, ooh, I don't, I need to really think about this stuff, which obviously I should be thinking about what I'm teaching. But when I dive into it a little more, you'll see what I'm, what I mean. Ethics, ethics in sports. This is a philosophical uh conversation what is right and what is wrong what is good what is bad and there's no right or wrong answer like this is not the collective bargaining agreement like if you do this you get this um it's more so developing okay what's right what's wrong how are people going to react to it obviously there are repercussions for certain things but not everything and as I kind of was looking at the PowerPoints, prepping for to teach this, I was like, wow, there's this sports has changed. Social media has changed sports in the terms of like ethics in the sense of 12 years ago. I mean, we there were PR statements, you know, something happens, they put out a statement. But now it's like expected. It's expected and it's expected and it's going to be analyzed, not just by the media but by fans by everybody and and we can argue that that's happened before but it, it's so accessible so fast you know because somebody's posting it on their their social media they're and it's expected like you do something wrong what are you going to say about it and if you don't um you know pr but it's most definitely changed um in that sense and even nowadays we're dealing with uh, one of the assignments was to pick an article in Sports Business Journal and respond, and a lot of it was regarding the vaccine stuff going on.
how do you handle that and is it right is it wrong but everybody's take is different it's it's that's the way that's your views and it's huge and and I said to them I said you know I showed them a couple examples of situations that had happened with uh terminations of players and sometimes the player should not have been terminated in one particular situation the player did not do what he was accused of and he had been terminated for that and they all agreed that that was absolutely wrong and the team should have investigated it and I mean this is actually a client of mine and they agreed on ethical now once again it's something that you know it just kind of it happened and the world moved on and that's kind of what it was and that sucks because that impacted this player heavily his career now the team is okay everybody else is okay but that decision to not follow a protocol or whatever you want to say to including the person itself is saying this did not happen i did not do this it's not me um and they decide to terminate and it came out that he was actually being honest he was being he, he was right what he was saying was correct information I had a guest speaker uh, from the Buffalo Bills come in and we were talking about, I, t- I asked him, I said, for me at 30, I've developed my code of ethics. I don't think about it too much. I kind of, I make decisions from the way that I've been molded. But yes, of course, there are some things that come along. I think, it, you know, especially when hot things going on right now, hot topics, you know, vaccines, stances like that, um, how do I feel about that? I think about it. I mean, it's a huge conversation. Um, and I asked him, you know, has there ever been something that, uh, you know, you came in your position? And and he gave us a really good example. But I said, I said out loud while we were having the class, I go, I rarely ever see something or experience something in my day-to-day career where I say, oh, wow, what an ethical job that person did. No, I usually say, wow, that's super unethical. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, it it gets to a point sometimes where I just know that this stuff that I feel like is super unethical is happening and it might be prohibited (laughs) where somebody can get in trouble for it because you're not supposed to do that. But when it becomes the quote unquote, everybody's doing it, it's the norm well, if you don't do it, you're not going to get ahead or you're not going to even get up to par with everybody else. But it goes against my code of ethics. So that's a decision. And so, yeah, <laughs> I haven't reflected back on that. So having to teach it was very interesting. And it made me realize um, how important it is that we as young professionals, as people who educate youth as people who uh, work with athletes like we align ourselves with people that have the same ethical views as us now I'm not saying political I'm not saying I'm just saying the right thing versus the wrong thing like right versus wrong because if you're around people that are doing things that you know, you feel are wrong, but you want to be around them because you want to be like them or whatever, or you look up to them, um, you will turn into that. 
even if you know it's wrong and you're gonna you want to be like them you will turn into them versus the same thing goes with people that are doing things the right way my mentor kelly she tells me you know continue to do things the right way and i hate to say it but i'm gonna say it because you know me the right way isn't always highlighted you know the our highs that we have and doing things the right way and getting success doing it the right way the ethical way not breaking rules that you probably won't get caught you know doing it the actual right way because that's what you believe um doesn't get that shine that some do you know and i'm not gonna name names or anything because i even said to the class i said you know because they asked me they said well if everybody else is doing it why do you feel like you can't or you don't want to i said because i don't believe that that's right I said, so if I were to start doing that, I would be completely, I feel like selling my soul and I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And once again, it, it just comes with the people you have around you, your circle. I hadn't reflected on that in, in a while because it just becomes so uh, secondhand nature to me. It becomes something that the players I have around me, the clients I recruit, I look into it, I I feel like everybody's on the same page. Now, once again, I don't mean everything because we're all different. We all have different backgrounds, different this and that. But when it comes to like right versus wrong or following the rules and not following the rules, there's a there's a line for certain things. And uh, as much as uh, I try to teach them, I reflected on myself. And I think once again, it was it was really good. While we were talking with Jeremy from the Buffalo Bills, he was giving us advice. Um, you know, work hard, do right by others, and work to be really freaking good at your job, which 100% agree with. And at the end, I added something and I said, you know, sometimes don't always look at what somebody else's career looks like. And I think that that's something that even professionals that are not at the start of their career in this industry um deal with they look at others oh so and so has this draft pick by this age and that's fantastic but once again your journey your career is not going to be exactly like somebody else's and that's the reality of it this is not that type of industry and it's not fair that's true it's not fair and if you can come to terms with that and also understand kind of to reflect on the entire conversation that we've had today, if you can do things the way that you want to do it and feel confident and comfortable in the way that you're putting yourself out there, the way you're treating your clients, the people you work with, uh, the way you present yourself, and that's the best you can do sometimes. And it will come. It will come. Sometimes it takes longer. And I've seen people that I worked with years ago, back when I worked in college football, leave the industry because it just didn't make sense for them at that time. And you know what? That's okay too. It's your choice. But I do think, and I say this to players quite a bit, of course you're going to know what's going on in the industry. I understand that. But becoming obsessed with Who's getting a workout in my position? Who's not? This and that. It, it becomes toxic. It can become toxic very quick. There's a fine line between informed 
and toxic or informed and overload. And the same thing can go with professionals. Frustrating, upset, I'm not getting this, but so-and-so is, or I'm more qualified and this person got that. Let it be because there's nothing you can do. There's absolutely nothing you can do other than it's going to hurt you because your focus is going to be off. And I just, I don't ever see a point in it, to be honest. I was in that place at one point in my life. And it wasn't even in my sports career. It was just life in general. And it didn't serve me at all. It did nothing but make me a miserable person. And I'll say that. I wasn't great to be around. Um, And I can't. I, I, I won't be like that. Of course, it's... It's frustrating at times. I'm not going to sit here and say that we live every single day and it's all sunshine and roses and this and that. But if you get to a point where you know you're on the right path and you're aligning, once again, like I said earlier, with the people that you look up to and that's who you want to be like and you're doing things the right way, the ethical way, you can go to bed and say, I did everything that I possibly could and I did it the right way. You got to let it be there. Let it be. Because you have done everything you possibly could. And I think I see a lot of burnout with agents, with people that are just trying to take on things that absolutely do not serve them. Or that's not them. And you're never going to be successful if you're not being who you are. I don't care who. I mean, sell your soul. See how far that gets you. In happiness. Anyways... This week in class, we're going to be talking about pro sports and the agency stuff. So I'm excited to talk about something I'm so passionate about. We're going to talk about the collective bargaining agreement. There's so much going on and I'm excited. But, you know, interesting stuff to reflect on. And I wouldn't have really even reflected on it had I not been asked to teach it. So it was good. And I'm glad that we went through this together because I feel like I was teaching them and they were teaching me too. So, And I also feel really freaking old. I'm that millennial. I'm the millennial. And I'm... Mm. How did this happen? But it's okay. But anyways, I will be off to UCF on Thursday and um, experience the bounce house. Even though it's not called that anymore. I forget the new sponsor name, but the bounce house and uh, get to visit with my client and his family, and I'm excited. College football is back. NFL is back. I'll be going up to Buffalo so in the following weekend. So I've got a lot of new stuff coming out, too. So get through the next couple weeks, and we'll have some new content coming out. And, you know, keep listening. Keep asking questions. If you have anything you really want me to cover, let me know. Um, and... Just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Bet Online. And as always, tune in to a new episode of Beyond the Negotiation on Belief Podcast Network from your host, Sam Tiger. And let's give me a quick shout out here. I kept this episode short. It is possible. Anyways, as Jerry would say, help me help you.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.